Where did Jeff go? Jeff, where'd you go? Bad timing. <laughs> oh, dear God. Oh, he's getting no. chips. Dear, dear, chips. no, no. My chickens are coming home to roost. I've got chips. I got chips, too. Oh, good, you're recording. <laughs> I just wanted to grab a little snack. God damn, we have no standards. Worst ASMR ever. Uh, worst ASMR ever. All right. Well, mm. welcome, brown coats, aiming to misbehave. Firefly podcast, <laughs> part of the Third Trek Network. <laughs> I am your pilot, David. I'm here with my co-pilot, uh, Kara. Hello. Who apparently just got. I feel like that was a little less aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> And a couple of other uh, pair of passengers we brought on board for transport, including Phil. Hey, everybody. And Jeff. Hello there. As I will now call him, Chips McGee. And we're going to be showing these newbies what it's like to travel through the verse and out into the black. Today we are doing episode nine, Ariel, or Ariel, or however you want to call it, but they do call it Ariel in the episode, uh, which is a reference to our first core planet that we get to see. Uh, so far, we've only seen kind of the out, outlying worlds, the old Westy type towns. And I know both of our newbies have had lots of questions about, like, why do the outside planets look like this? And what does a core planet look like otherwise? Uh, but first, Kara, what did you think of this episode? I this is this is one of those episodes where, like, if it didn't exist, the show would still be the same, except you sort of get like. You get a little bit more information about River, but really you don't. I mean, the only thing you find out is that they, they like cut into her brain. And I feel like they could have given us so much more information in this one. They could have give they could have given us so much more payoff on this one. But that's my only critique. Yeah, this is definitely one of those mm-hmm. where, uh, as Phil mentioned last episode, if they had known that they were probably being canceled when they were filming it or writing it. They yeah. could have stuffed in so much more. There's all the opportunities, but they only wanted like season one spoilers for the plot. So yeah. they didn't go go too deep into that. Uh, Jeff, what did you think of the episode? Uh, it was really good. Um, I know we touched a little bit on it last time, but basically just it, it shows you a lot about Jane's character. Um, I like that it's a it's a cool medical episode as well. There's some like medical jargon thrown in there. Um, I love that he's uh, he's trying to prep them to like speak medical <laughs> stuff. That was hilarious. And then, yeah, like, and then they don't ask. <laughs> and they don't even they're like, yeah, take them to the morgue, it's fine. I love that whole part. Um it was a really good episode. I like that you get to see them as a crew. They have a heist that goes fairly well. Um so for them that's pretty good. Mal certainly uh, didn't think so, but yes. <laughs> but in, in the end, they got what they needed. They got their supplies to go sell. Um, so I I enjoyed this. This was a, a good mix of like heist and character development and advancing some of these bigger story arcs. So it was a really good episode. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm sad that uh, the shepherd was not in this one. Yeah, he was off at some monastery doing shepherdy things. But they didn't um, even they explain kind of it. They're, that... they're just like, oh, he decided not to come. And like, that's it. Well, no, they, they say that because he says when he's talking with Jane and Jane is like, they're like, you could have joined him at the monastery or whatever he called it, yeah. you know, learning mm. to focus inward. And then Jane's like better than sitting around and Wash is like, no, it's exactly it the same. It's sitting around. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's exactly, that's true. It's exactly what it is. Uh, what did you think of this episode, Phil? Um, 
I really liked it. I kind of the same reasons as Jeff. A lot of action going on, the medical stuff. It was hilarious because it totally reminded me of my first like anatomy and physiology classes and stuff. When you're trying to remember the names of everything and how it goes, and then you can't remember shit, and you're like, ah, mm-hmm. da da. <laughs> and then of course, when it comes down to it, they just keep beeped right through, which is like just classic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was good. Jane pissed me off, um, which was probably designed <laughs> that way. And, uh, yeah, I, it's like, really Jane getting arrested by the feds or whatever. Uh, nobody saw that coming. Yeah. Okay. Dumbass. <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, of course they're going to take you into custody. They're not going to give you a reward. Yeah. So, no joke. But, but yeah. And then that whole final scene where they actually do escape and, and get back to the transport and then get back to the ship. It was, it was pretty good. Those dudes were crazy <laughs> though. The guys that were looking for river yeah the like secret agents that was insane the men in black yeah (laughs) that's what i was all all they were missing was the little poof and instead instead of blanking their memory that their little poof thing kills people apparently yeah Yeah, i was gonna say they kill anybody you talk to nose and (laughs) fries your brain or something Uh, yeah the blood was like coming out his fingernails is that Mm -hmm. is that even a thing that could happen like i don't i don't think what was coming out of like his nose and his eyes I don't think come out of his fingernails. He does. He holds yeah, up his hand. Coming out of his nails. Yeah, from his nails. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I would imagine if you've got high enough pressure, whatever it could. But I don't know. Yeah. Sci-fi science. It's the sci part of sci-fi. Sci-fi shit. Yeah. So yeah, another I good do, episode. I, it was crazy. I definitely realize though. I think you and Jeff have almost 100% agreed on everything through the course of this <laughs> yeah. episode or of this what? season. So I, I think from here on out, I'm gonna just create an entity called Jeffville. And we're it's just gonna be what combined. I prefer fluff, thank you very much. Fair enough. Fluffle. Fluffle. Fillery? No, Fillery's from the magicians. Fillery. Yeah, but that that's the name of the land they go to. But yeah, yeah. Fillery. I can see that. Jeffrey and Fillery. Phil. Uh but yes, no, I, I agree. Uh it's a good episode uh you definitely get to see a lot more of everything going on you get to see some of jane's character and like we talked about last episode uh the fact that jane's morality is almost completely governed by cash if he thinks he can make Mm -hmm. the quick buck but in him doing that we also get to see the very vast difference between the morality kind of out in the outer planets versus the one in the inner planets and these core core worlds because jane is like, I have no problem giving up my crew, but I expect to get my money and move on mm-hmm. and essentially be respected as the person who's being the turncoat. And the inside, yeah, they're like, no, we're going to arrest you too and just keep the money and then I'll get the reward myself. And mm-hmm. he's in shock. So yeah, kind of... Like, how dare I get double-crossed? <laughs> yeah. Right, even though that's because what he's doing. Double-crosser. <laughs> uh, exactly. Because yeah. yeah. people on those outer planets would have probably honored the deal and, like, given him the cash for what they were getting because they were getting something good out of it. And, it shows us just one more step to how no. the alliance. No, they wouldn't have. There would have been a gunfight. That's the only difference. <laughs> yeah, I mean horses. they they literally did the same thing with the uh, the lady from Twins. That's true. Yeah. What's her name? Those those food um, angel is it angel? Doesn't sound right. No, I don't know. I don't know. Just making that up. <laughs> yeah, it's breaking I, for me too. I, but um, yeah. I, 
I'm kind of curious because I, I would have liked this episode maybe a bit earlier to kind of get those stakes of why River and Simon are like what what's that bigger story arc. I get why they why it is where it is because you want to get more of them as a crew and then you're more pissed off at Jane for double crossing because if like if this was like the second episode, you'd be like, oh, well, we don't care about them because we don't know them very well. So it's OK if Jane sells them off. Yeah. Jane can fuck right off. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of Jane. So he has his mom. He's like 90% that's, douchebag. That's what yeah. I've been saying this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're not wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it tracks. And this is, by the time we get to Ariel, this has been after Shindig and Safe. They aired those in between um, Out of Gas and Now. So with the exception of the episode Serenity being at the beginning instead of the end, we're actually kind of within viewing order. So you have the information you're supposed to have mm-hmm. um, at this point. Uh, Cause after this, we just have, we have war stories and object in space, which are the other ones that aired as well. And everything after that heart of gold trash and the message didn't air at all. They never made it to, to oh. nobody saw them until they came out on like DVD special, or I think they showed them in the UK after oh, the show had shit. been, right. had ended. Um, so this is, yeah, we're only a couple episodes away from having seen everything people would have seen at the time when Fox aired them in such a shitty way. But, <laughs> uh, but I, and I love to, I love the fact that, the like you said, the whole thing, the whole plan went off as smooth as it could be with the exception of Jane deciding to throw a wrench into things. Yeah. And I love that that was planned, set up coached and put together and executed by simon who's the only one out of all of them who's probably not a criminal yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. the closest thing not to being a criminal because even mal says he's like oh he's, he's a good guy he has a good good head for criminal activity or criminal something activity for crime <laughs> yeah yeah a head for crime oh yeah absolutely well and when he's going through it too and he's like this has a street value of this and you see them all looking at it like what that little bottle and he's like yeah this was yeah. all in the med kit i brought on mm-hmm. that's a whole hospital and he's very smart about how he does it. He he talks their language. Here's the options. Here's what you can sell. Here's how you can make money. And then I want to get her to that diagnostic ward. So you get me where I want to go. And yeah. he doesn't have to pay him anything directly, but I'll help you get all this stuff. But yeah, the guy, them practicing all that stuff, especially Jane doing it. <laughs> I know. I love he says it anyway. He's like, uh, and like, you know, they're just like going down to the morgue and he's like, I have a line. I have We tried to, to use no. the defibrillator, but it <laughs> <Yeah>. didn't work. <laughs> he fucking practiced. And he's gonna do it. Uh, yeah. And he sounds just like a robot. That's great. Yeah. Well, and the and lady like, looks at him like, okay, <laughs> like, great. <laughs> like we don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, even even when they're practicing, and I think Mal is like, oh yeah, we tried to use the defibrillators and stuff on them, but uh, they kicked it anyways. Like he couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> the, the wording was almost the biggest problem. That yeah. that lack of common vernacular. <laughs> but uh, yeah and then they they go down and you get to see simon in his element when he saves mm-hmm. that person yeah. and you I like that mm-hmm. yeah and it makes it because for the whole time through the course of this episode he's the fish out of water he's that that duck that's in the wrong pond and you almost wonder what he's good for at all because he's awkward and he has troubles speaking correctly to kaylee and he doesn't seem to fit and then finally you see him in his element and you're like, okay, that's why he was like highly regarded before he gave up that life. And it gives us a sense of what he really gave up to go save River because yeah. he fixes that, what that doctor was doing mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. Um, no pun intended. And, <laughs> <right>? in <a> <laughs> <heartbeat>. <laughs> <laughs> 
But even but River he, he says does. she's like, you should you should be working here, right? Like, yeah, yeah. She, you know, she knows. Yeah. She knows this is where you and, would be. Mm-hmm. When she says it, she, oh, he's killing her. Like he tell, mm-hmm. like basically gives them the thing to go double check everything. Yeah. And then again, we see some of the morality. We see some of Simon's morality, even though he's in a hospital where doing so and making a scene could get him caught. He was mm-hmm. like, there's somebody in my sphere that I can save. I'm going to do it. I don't care yeah. if I'm going to get caught or not. I need to do it because that other doctor is being a dumbass. Mm-hmm. And crossing and over the medicine. the doctor, and, which is really good too. That was good. I like that. Yeah. Which again, it's an amazing scene, but totally the opposite of what he should be doing for self-preservation. Uh, so it makes me appreciate Simon a little more personally. Yeah. Uh, Cause he is, I don't know if I'd say he's the only good guy. Obviously we have the shepherd too, but the shepherd's got the dark past. He's the only good innocent person. Maybe. River is innocent too. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that is true. She's just yeah, all messed up from what they did to her. Yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Inara Inar is too. She does. She hasn't done shit. Yeah, she well, has that's a, true. Yeah, she does a legal business. She doesn't. That's, she's the respectable she does have one a legal out of everybody. <laughs> if we did want to dive into that in the train job, she does lie and pretend that they're to help with the caper and get them out of there. But she does it for noble reasons. So um, it could okay, be but a, the doctor on the mud planet lied and said that he was there. Oh, to that's buy true. Mud. Yeah. All right, fine. Everybody's tainted by crime in this thing, okay? <laughs> no one's perfect. I, people are no more complex no than just always innocent or always evil. And what did Kaylee do? Seriously, what did Wash do? There's like three criminals. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Mal. It's Mal and Jane. Mal and Jane. <laughs> I'm going down the list. I'm like, wait, no, no, no. no, no, well, no. Wash no. is just piloting. He's doing his thing. But he is he is corroborating with known felons. The only he one who I'd say is probably fully innocent is probably or you could make an argument for River because she has doesn't I don't punk, like might not phrasing. understand what's going on kind of thing. Like I, I don't like that, but you're you're putting people into categories of like complete like no one's completely innocent or completely evil. Like people are more complex than that. Well, yeah, real people are, but these are people in a TV show. I mean, we gotta. You They're can, fiction you can characters. Yeah. <laughs> if if you look at Simon from the point of view of the Alliance, he's not a good person because he broke her out. He's a fugitive, but from our yeah. point of view, he there was good reasoning because they were in the wrong for what they were doing. So he is good. So it's all point of view. Oh, absolutely. I was except I was Jane. A theoretical Jane's thought enough. experiment. Jane's a douchebag. Jane's a fucking. <laughs> bitch yeah. but you're right and that that is <laughs> when it is one of the things that i really like about this show and as far as i can tell from having watched picard they've started leaning towards in star trek of a little bit less of like the federation is good and these other people are evil they started blurring the lines in tng a bit whereas i feel like firefly is a little more realistic about that of like everybody's got good and got bad i mean in Janesville, you know, everybody who's had a statue made out of them is some, some kind of son bitch or another. Like, good, kind of idea. bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Ah, that's true. Then there's <laughs> the evil dead concept, <laughs> which is a, which is a very valid point indeed as well. David, I think you'll really like Deep Space Nine. Yeah. You think so? I think yeah. so. I'm, I've it's been, very, people have been talking about it. I'm very curious. It's very much that sort of like, uh, if you do something bad, in order to do something good is that okay kind of there's a lot of that theme 
it's the whole gray morality idea. Yeah. yeah. And how do you, how can you stretch that? Uh, I do like that. So hopefully, I mean, a lot of people have been telling me they think that's going to be my show, which is funny because like, I think when we, we talked about who our captains were in the beginning, Janeway was my captain because I'd seen more Voyager than anything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now I've watched mostly TNG. So Deep, Deep Space Nine is probably the one I know the least other than, yeah. oh, it's a space station. And there's that cook dude who ends up like trying to have a better job with the stuff on the side of his head. Neelix? Neelix. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right? With the Mohawk. That's Voyager. The, the, That's Voyager. That is still Voyager. See? See? Even, <laughs> even, I'm like, cook, even dude. Now. Somebody at the replicant? What? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, see? I, I probably know DS9 less than anything else. So mm-hmm. I'm very curious to get into that and see how that works. But um, back to Firefly. Yeah. Uh, no no Han Solo in this one. I couldn't find one. Uh, there, there doesn't <laughs> seem to be anything online either. I'm, I'm starting to I feel think like Forrest Gump. Bullshit. <laughs> I didn't know I was supposed to be looking for him, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, those rumors that it's in the background of all of them. I feel like people would have found them by now. Yeah. If they were there. Yeah. I think, so. I think they made it onto a couple episodes and then there was like a conspiracy about it. Or the cutting Probably. room floor caught a lot of them. I think that's yeah. very, very likely. Yeah. Um, but I, do, we do have some episodes coming up where it does appear, so we'll have to see. How I like the scene. Um, sorry, in this one where um, they're trying to leave and Mal like is like smiling at people, and Zoe's like, "Why are you smiling?" He's like, "I just think that they they would all smile." And he smiles at the doctor, and which like yeah. completely is like a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't smile. It's a core planet. Everybody's supposed to be happy here, right? <laughs> yeah. That was good. Sorry. I like that part. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> do get a lot of the uh, the stereotypes in episode or in universe of kind of like the outer planets versus the inner planets. Because you start to learn by this that the Mal and Zoe and these people who have been living out in those outer planets don't really know how an inner planet works. They have what they've heard and so on. Because even at the very beginning of the episode, they're like, nobody's stepping foot off this ship because there's cameras everywhere and sensors and they'll pick you up right away um which it's also a great one too when kaylee is in the uh the junkyard when they're looking for the ship to fix up (laughs) and she's like oh man i wanted to go shopping and then she's like "Ooh, a thingy like yeah (laughs) Yeah. free shopping Mm -hmm. so do they just have this like spare medevac ship now you know, I thought of that. They don't show them getting rid of it, but I would imagine they wouldn't want to cart around a Alliance-looking medevac ship. They probably <laughs> would dump it. Yeah. But I had the same thought of, like, wow, apparently it's really easy for them to, like, create another ship to put on the thing mm-hmm. and haul around if they want to between Kaylee and Wash. Uh, and yeah. they do make a really good, do a really good job of fixing that thing up, because when you see it in the graveyard, you're like, that's a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, it. It it looks like the Herkimer battle jitney from Mystery Men when they first find it and you're like <laughs> and yeah. then they fix it up and you're like it's polished it's and good. it runs well and a little everything bit of, a little uh, bit of duct tape and a can of spray paint and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is it, it looks way better than that. But it, and yeah. he gives them credit where credit is due. He's like oh, this looks great. But I was totally expecting it to start smoking or like start leading to the right or something while they're <laughs> something, flying it yeah. in or whatever like. Yeah. Like, that's what we get for using junk parts. Mm. But uh but yes, I mean uh Jeff, Phil, what did you guys think seeing your first core planet in the series? Did it answer any questions, any concepts about out and about? There is one other question you guys had that we'll address in a minute that they answered on this as well. But what did you guys think? Um I, I like that we did get to see 
what the Alliance is supposed to be like or what this kind of utopian interplanet is supposed to be like. Um, and I like the story of, you know, River and Simon of like, what did they do? You know, I wish that was fleshed out more than just scary people. But um, but again, I get it. I know they were supposed to kind of string this along for a little bit longer, um, but it was good. And it made sense. Yeah, I kind of wish we would have gotten to see more than just the hospital and the junkyard. But um, yeah, yeah the, the scenes that took place, it's it's pretty interesting that they 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 draw a very stark contrast between the core planet like this versus the outer planets and how people are living and whatnot. So it's it's pretty interesting. Cool. Yeah, this is the last time we will see a core planet in the series. I'm First trying to remember. I know we see. <laughs> yeah. I know we see some of the core planets, or at least scenes inside of core planets in the movie, but mm-hmm. they didn't dive too deep into kind of like the core planets and stuff. But you guys have mentioned for a long time how it seems weird that they use these old style shotguns and pistols. Uh, whether or not they are emitting energy, even though I think I heard that in one of the previous episodes, they address it in this because Jane takes one of their energy oh, weapons yeah. and tries to yeah. use it. And he's like, ah, these go ram high tech pieces of shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't work. They don't work. And, it, it, and then Mal shoots off the, of the door handle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He shoots off the door handle. But it's kind of that concept we know today, too, of like, oh, they don't make them like they used to. The more high tech, the more cheap plastic parts, the more the stuff more can go wrong, too. Side. Yeah. And yeah, the more uh, it goes wrong. I'd still take a phaser things. over a shotgun any day. Yeah, if it worked correctly. But imagine if all <laughs> the Star Trek phasers didn't work half the time or more. You know, well, that would be a shitty design, and somebody should probably get fired if that was the case. Well, <laughs> here's the thing, though. If we're, I mean, we've talked about Star Trek too much in this episode already. But like, how how much <laughs> have we really? <laughs> no. Uh, why? Why do they not get projectile weapons to fight the Borg? It made no sense to me because they can constantly make this like, you know, force field that protects them against the phaser weapons, even if they rotate the frequency or whatever. If they just got a fucking shotgun, blow like in away. first contact when they go to the holodeck and he uses the, the uh, Tommy gun. Yes, the Tommy um, yeah. gun. No, yes. I, I, I've always thought that exactly. It drives me nuts. And yes, so I understand funny. you're in space and you don't want to blow a hole, but like, I'm sorry, if you're, if you're flying through space, more <laughs> shit is hitting you than bullets. Your your hull is going to be fine. Well, but at the same time, down. I thought I thought the Borg would just be able to adjust their shields, their personal shields to stop a projectile weapon. I thought that'd be the easiest thing for them to adapt to. But they hand yeah, combat all the time. It. Yeah. They, well, that's they hand why... a hand with them and they can like cut off their arm or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, because well, because oh. Worf has a knife and like that's the best thing to have because yeah. you can just stab him. Uh, I guess so. Have <laughs> we seen that in TNG already? Is my memory just bad or is that coming well, up? First, first contact. First they, contact. They, oh, okay, because I was gonna say them. I don't feel like I've seen them cut off anything or do anything physical to them. That was just the assumption in my head of like, oh, if you try to use a say a projectile weapon with a slug, they would adjust to that too, and then the shield would block projectiles. I mean, in but theory, I, a force field or a shield would. Pro- should protect i don't know Maybe. you can't protect against inertia like even if you have like a like a if, even if you're bulletproof like the inertia is still gonna get you well, well you'd have to like you said that enough stuff has got to be hitting them in space that the shields on the ship have to either move stuff out of the way or block it otherwise well, you'd be hitting space debris constantly well yeah and they do that's why they have deflector shields right yeah push that shit out of the way so I almost feel like that's what the Borg would have started with is like a personal deflector shield and then like adapted to other stuff from there. 
I don't know. It's the best explanation I can come up with. All right. But, back to Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> back back to Firefly. But, man, I don't know if I have much more for this episode. They rob the hospital. They get away. Uh, it's nice to see them finally complete something. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, and not have to give it back. Yeah. yeah, can we talk about the ending? I love yeah, the what, ending. Oh. Yeah. 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 That that because shows Mel's, I, like, his hardcore, like, kind of code of honor. Yeah. It also, well, that, I, I really like, I really like how at the end, when Jane has accepted the fact that he's going to kill him, he's, like, totally, like, past the point of arguing out, out of that. Right. He thinks he's mm-hmm. about to die. And his only concern is that he doesn't tell them what he did. Like, that's the first bit of Jane that I'm like, oh, maybe he's not completely <laughs> awful. Well, like, isn't that saves him? Is. While he did yeah, it. The, I don't know. If that's, I, I mean, I think Mal was originally just going to scare him anyway. But the fact that Jane is more worried that they're, that they're going to know that he did that than than anything else in that moment. See, I think Mal was planning to scare him and see what happened. Yeah. Like, kind of call him on his bullshit, scare him and see what happened. And I think you're right. When he went past uh, that point of, like, just arguing to try to get back in the ship and not die, he was like, okay, just please don't tell him what I did. And he saw that that means, at least on some level, Jane cares about the people on the ship mm-hmm. to a yeah. degree. And then he decides to let him in. So uh, but Jane yeah, he's dip- just mad because he got caught. That's all yeah. it is. So if Jane well, had been like "fuck you guys," then then like Mal would have killed him. Maybe. I think so personally. I think if he would have been like "I'll do it again," kind of a thing. Like uh, obviously, you know, Jane's not dumb enough to be to say that while he's out there. But you can tell he had resided himself to the fact that he was he was done. Yeah. Um. So that worked out well. But we also get to see a huge difference between the naivety of Simon versus Mal. Both of them are we could say good guys. But Simon's like, oh, yeah, I couldn't have done it without him. It's amazing. It never occurred to Simon that this was all because of a double cross. And immediately Mal's like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, you called them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you, you got yourself knows. out of it. You got them out of it. But you're you called them to turn them in. He's like, but I got pinched. He's like, yeah, that's what happens when you call them. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's like, what were you expecting, dumbass? <laughs> yeah. What do you think you called the good guys? Mm-hmm. You're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that it's that I can see through your bullshit kind of thing, which I which I like too. I, it was again the best part of the show is the interaction between all the people, the varying different personalities you have, mm-hmm. and yeah, everybody's gonna have their favorite on the ship, but people are gonna have different favorites because all the characters are great. They're just mm-hmm. great. Yeah. I just I, I like I'm so mad that we didn't get at least a little bit like the whole point of them going to that planet was to figure out what happened to river and we get such garbage information like that they cut her that they cut her skull open a bunch of times okay what does that mean yeah like, I, want, cut into I wanted brain. them well, to go that, into that it. shot at the end where he like gives her the shot and she's like no 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 and he and she's like is it time to go to sleep or something and he says no it's time to wake up and he gives her the shot Mm-hmm. So it's like he figured something out from the scan, but, right, but we are not clued in at all about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it like, seems like all they were trying to do was help us understand how heavy it was, because he's like they cut into her brain and then explains like lobotomies, and he's like, and then they did it over and over and over and over. And that they so stripped kind of her amygdala, which that. is why she's so you know intense with everything that she does. Like I, yeah, she feels. But everything. why? Why? Yeah, I know. 
Yeah, I mean, it was obviously slow burn. Seven seasons, they were giving you one-seventh of yeah, what that was supposed to be. But, but even even with a slow burn, like, when a character finds out something that the audience wants to know, you don't hold on to that. You should tell us. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it's the style do? of like, TV. Wait, wait five episodes and then tell us what he figured out in this episode? That doesn't make any sense for storytelling. Yeah. Well, I've I've known shows. I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head, but I've known shows that have done that too, where they find something out and then they kind of store it and wait for later to pop that back up again. Well, again, I think as, it's as that style of TV from the time. That's kind of that '90s into the 2000s of like, let's just kind of string it along for a little bit. It's like you know, Lost did that too. Yeah, but even well, that, yeah, but having Lost been... jumped the shark so much that whatever. Okay, we're not talking about <laughs> another show right now. Sorry. Yep. Well, no, but even getting off of TV, having been a DM. In a D&D game, I did that a lot with my group, too, where, like, I would figure something out in the background or one of them would figure something out and I'd tell them and be like, stow that for a bit and, you know, use it when it kind of comes up next and it's good. And it does make for great moments later. And I think that would have come for a great moment later in the the season if we'd gotten it. But they didn't have a chance to use that. But it wouldn't have even been this season. That's what I'm saying. They would have clearly weren't going to tell us this season what it was they were going to tell us in another like we would have had to wait eight months if this was in airtime we would have had to wait eight months to find out do you know what i mean well i do wonder about that because back then it was standard for a season to be 26 episodes 24 26 episodes and we only got 14 out of this so i have a feeling they were planning on this could have been a mid-season replacement well, and that's well. That's what I mean. It would either have to be a mid-season replacement, or they were planning on airing these episodes and then doing the second half of the season later when it did well, and then obviously it had its troubles and they canceled it. But mm-hmm. um, it would be. I can't think of very many shows that had a 14-episode season back when everything was on airing during prime time. The closest I can come up with, I think, was Heroes, and that was again a writer's strike that like cut it off halfway through a season, and they had to wrap everything up. Mm-hmm. They never did that in TNG, for sure. I mean, we've we've been going through them. They're definitely 26 episodes-ish per season. Well, that was syndication. That's a vastly different thing than being, like, on a network, you know, in a prime slot. Yeah. Well, that, Star Trek aired, like, on Saturdays at, you know, 3 in the afternoon. But, anyhow, you're right, Kara. It, yeah. it, we may have seen payoff in this season. It may have been next season. I get it. it is a writer's tool that they'll use, but it's frustrating for the audience, especially when you never get to see those those threads get pulled mm-hmm. down the line. It would have been very nice to see what it is he really worked out. Um, but I mean, we can that'll be one of the things we can talk about after we've seen everything in the movie to see how well we feel like they wrapped up River's storyline and what happened to her and how we feel about all that. We don't want to don't want to spoil anything. So I I have only seen the movie one time and I did not like it. Uh, I I mean I like okay wait I like I like movie as a movie I didn't like what it did to the story do you know what I mean and I have not seen it since because I haven't had access to it um, not because I didn't want to watch it but uh, because I haven't had access to it so I've seen the show a bunch and I've seen the movie one time and I remember you know, what happens in the movie, but I don't recall details such as, you know, like what they end up exactly finding out about River. I remember feeling like they changed her character a lot for the movie. Was that accurate? 
I don't feel that way, but we'll have to discuss it when we get to Serenity. All right. We're going to have to, we'll have to, we're gonna have we'll have to, to put a pin in that and it. remember it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure we can figure out a, a, a way to watch it. We'll, we'll do that. But. Okay. All right. Uh, I think that is most everything. Anything anybody else can think of from the episode that we didn't cover? No, I think it was a good episode. I I enjoyed it. Wait, did we get numbers? We did. Jeff finally broke eight. He went to eight on this one. Phil, I think, stayed in safe town of... Oh, did we? You know what? All right, Jeff. Let's do Jeff. That was the last one. Oh, that was the last one. I'm going to go still in the sevens. Because, again, I think... After we watch everything, I'll have to rescale my stuff. But this this is a good episode. I like where it was going. So it's in the sevens. Okay. Yeah, I would. Fillometer? Yeah, I would agree with that. Probably seven, seven and a half. Twinsies. Only because I liked the last episode a little bit more than this one. But they were both good episodes. There's nothing wrong with them. I I wasn't getting too pissed off during this one. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's uh, I'm sorry. What's your normal amount of time getting pissed off at this show? It's been a lot. So, <laughs> but it's well, getting, but it's you. getting, but it's getting less. I mean, I think my attitude has probably changed pretty significantly since episode one. Okay. Towards well, I have yeah, maybe a little. Pull your eyes at all today, so I think we're See? in a good spot. See, I'm doing so good. I think <laughs> this this show was doing better than most of TOS for him. Well, that's that's true. There's a good good comparison. Oh, Do you like this better or TOS? Oh God. <laughs> I guess we should um, ask Jeff Phil. Jeff Phil, how do you feel about this? Week? This is all Phil. Because I I like TOS. Yeah, that's true. I. Mm, I'm gonna have to <laughs> think so about that. Phil grown. Yeah, because I'm like, which one it, do I hate the least? I I can see he wants to say Firefly, but he doesn't want to give me the satisfaction, so he's groaning about it, trying to fight his instincts. Let it out, Phil! See, it's it's funny, because in one episode of Strange New Worlds, I like it a thousand times more than I liked all the episodes of TOS combined. Mm. That's fair. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about That's a hard question if I would rather watch TOS or Firefly. There, there is a correct answer to this, Phil. Yes, there's a, yeah, he's like, an easy one that you should like not need time for. Really. That's amazing. The, the levels of suck are pretty equivalent. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to, you have to give me a week or two to think about this. All right, all right. All right well, we'll, we'll check that out next episode. Uh, next episode, when there will only be three of us, uh, unfortunately, because <laughs> I feel like <laughs> has something else to do. Because <laughs> we will have we will have held Phil outside the ship like Jane until he admitted that he loves him and can come back in, and he won't, and then he'll be gone. <laughs> That's funny. In a horrible cargo accident, cargo bay accident. Since we don't have transporters, we can't have transporter accidents. So, <laughs> in a horrible cargo bay door accident, Phil will be his lifeless cargo body. Bay door accident. Yeah, why did why didn't he? Just- <laughs> Why didn't you just depressurize the cargo bay or or the airlock or whatever they do to kill people in the fucking episode? Well, uh. yeah, drama because he wanted to scare Jay. They weren't, it's better they to weren't, leave the door open and head up into space. Yeah, they weren't in space yet. They had, they had broken Atmo, as they say. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. You get to watch the life slowly go fall out of Jane's eyes through the window if you want to. All right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up uh, this episode. Uh, Kara, do you want to do our 
close out right now before you can find your cheat sheet in your paper. paper. Nope, right now. You got to do it right now. Ah, It's not the right paper. Okay. um, (laughs) Shit. (laughs) The nerdtrek.com. Yes. Is is the website. Shit. I swear to God, it's here somewhere. Um, And, oh, can you guys hear that? We can hear you. We hear you talking. <laughs> you guys, could you hear that? No, we heard you talking. No. I what? said, swear to God, and um, S-I-R-I heard it and thought I was talking to her. To her. And was just asking me what, she, what I was asking. She She's is like, God. What do you mean by swear to God? Where is the paper? <laughs> <laughs> You're always listening. Uh, that's okay. Oh my god. Okay, Cafe Press has stuff that you can buy. And there's another one too. Recently we we started selling I love I'm including the bonfire. Bonfire has stuff to sell for you and uh rate us. Uh please. And uh you can see our smiling faces if you want. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You can. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's, Did I do uh, thank you, Kara, for that for that Fantastic. wonderful closeout. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> a big thank you to everybody out there uh, from us at Aiming to Misbehave. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Push the right button. <laughs>